Ciao ragazzi and welcome to another edition of Serie A Set Down, World Football Index's podcast of Calcio told like it is. I'm Frank Crivello. He's Richard Carmen. Ciao, Richard. Ciao, Frank. How are we doing this evening? It's uh, We're doing all right. Getting ready to get my first pounding of snow for the season. So uh, looking forward to uh, tomorrow morning uh, getting out the snowplow and uh, having at it with the driveway. But, uh, you know... Um, a little over two days away from saying goodbye to this wretched year of 2020, aren't we? Yes, we are. And uh, Anthony's in the house. So is George. Welcome, boys. Uh, yeah, 2020 has been a long, tumultuous year. Uh, obviously, the college show has been pretty decent, but yeah. uh, I'm ready to end this year on some laughs. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm ready to laugh this year away. It's been a, a long, long year, much longer than we wanted. Yep, yep. We're going to have some fun with it today. Holy hell, George, you made the beginning of the show, man. <laughs> What did we say last week? Raja Nangalan going to Cagliari. Uh, I mean, that was an easy one to predict. Yeah, we can't was, really take victory laps on that one. So no, we can't. I am enjoying uh, Riverwest Stein, the, the good folks at Lakefront Brewery. Uh, Lakefront Brewery, I'm giving you some free pub here. Um, uh, again, as I have been doing throughout the entire pandemic, the beer drinking has stayed local. Uh, so uh, just trying to, uh, to help them out. So uh, great stuff. Uh-huh. I'm drinking the uh, local H2O with a little bit of uh, coffee in it. So, uh, yeah, coffee tonight for me. I need to stay up to be able to uh, get some of these laughs in here. Give me the <laughs> energy going. Looks like Adriano's in the house. Ciao, ragazzo. Yes, good to see you, Adriano. Um, and uh, a, a happy new year uh, to everybody in advance. Uh, I'm sure we'll say this at the end of the show, too. But uh, it, 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 can't, it can't be worse than this year. It just can't. They can't do it to us. They can't. I do need to read a very funny quote that I read um, uh, with um, uh, darn it. Um, Lost your mind. You're so excited. You just forgot who it was. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, a friend of mine had something that was on Facebook, and I'm going to see if I can pull it up real quick that uh, I think speaks perfectly to what we should do with 2021. Um so if I can pull that up. Meanwhile, why don't you enlighten everybody with what we're doing with this podcast today? Yeah, so tonight's going to be a little bit of fun one, a little bit different from the from the norm. Uh, not really much culture to talk about in terms of games from this past weekend. So we're going to, you know, obviously the culture Mercato is going to open up here in the next uh, two, th- two, three days here. So uh, we are going to talk a little bit about each team uh, deep dive to see where the team's weaknesses are. Uh, where where they could reinforce to really make that run, either for some that are trying to go for the Champions League, Europa League, Scudetto, or teams are trying to escape relegation. So we'll look at each team uh, and where their needs are. And then, of course, uh, 2020 has been a year of the Who Won Calcio Twitter. We're going to take a look at all the winners, plus the, the new contenders from this week, and pick out an ultimate winner of 2020 Who Won Calcio Twitter, the best of Calcio 2020, uh, and award a prize. And uh, what the prize is will be to, to be determined. The winner can uh, show everybody what it is, but uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be that podcast that eight months later, whoever won is gonna be like, "Where's my prize?" Yeah, oh, those I forgot about it, whatever. So maybe who knows? <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez in the house. Welcome, yeah. Speedy. Um, okay, I found it, uh, and this is from uh, this is from my friend David Hero, um, who is a. Uh, you know, a local professional wrestling personality uh, is probably the best best way I can 
best way I can put it. It has a TV show, does some radio spots, uh, has a lot of connections in the professional wrestling industry. Right. And he found this, and it's not his, but uh, but I found it on it, so I will, I will give it to him. It says, okay, nobody claimed 2021 as, quote, unquote, your year. <laughs> We're all going to walk in real slow. Be good. Be quiet. Don't touch anything. <laughs> That's good. That is good. I'll give it to I you. Like it was it. worth the wait. It was I worth like the that. wait. Hey, Uncle Charma, <laughs> we apologize. Our our podcasts are not European friendly. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Everything's Eastern time zone. You know, it, it dominates the world. Come on now. <laughs> if I knew my kids could stay quiet for an hour and a half or or, or God knows when else, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I would gladly come on at a convenient time for you there, Uncle yeah. If I wasn't married, I'd probably do European time, but, you know. Yep. Yep. So... <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's what we've got to deal with. So, uh, having said that, let's start before we get into the suspense of who is, who won Calcio Twitter in 2020. Um, uh, and yes, George, I got to say the reason I love this pod is because you guys are not focusing on the top clubs, but dive into every Calcio club. Well, listen, there's a certain podcast out there that was surprised uh, what was it about Udinese having the most clean sheets in 2020? Juan Musso, yeah. I'm not going to name names. It's just going to start with an I. And we, <laughs> in, in like mid to late summer, had Juan Musso as our goalkeeper of the season. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah th there are 20 clubs in Serie A. We do the best we can to give attention to each and every one of them. Um, so, uh, you know, that's uh, that's just the way it is. So, but... Um, thought I'd point that out. That was very interesting that they were surprised. It's like, dude, <laughs> we... yeah. Juan Musso is a gem, and uh, we and there's every team's got some some stud on their team that not many not many people get to talk about as often because they're smaller clubs or not one of the big traditional six. So you know we try to make, give love as much to all these teams uh, deservingly. So and uh, yeah, it's 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 not easy, but you know someone's got to do it. Uh, Musso is an inter target. I think I read that somewhere too. Should be um, everybody target. Everybody's, everybody's an inter target. Lisi's son is an inter target. I told him that. I told him that. So anyway, I, I don't think he liked it. <laughs> so yeah, you're something anyway. Juventino. I mean, you both got to deal with it. Right, right. So uh, nonetheless, let's get into it. Uh, transfers, transfers, transfers. We are going to enter the Mercato here in January. Uh, the silly season, if you will. You know, traditionally, I think what we 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 get a lot of anticipation. Most years, as far as the top clubs are concerned, it tends to be a dud. Sometimes you get, I mean, it, it, last year Milan got Ibrahimovic, and you know, there's years that Milan have always made, you know, would make a splash in January, and yeah. you know, and so on and so forth. But a lot of attention, you know, it, it's the bottom clubs now needing to reinforce so that they're um, prepared uh, to. Inter are looking to buy Serie yeah, sit down on loan with obligation. Hey, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> but you, it, it tends to be the, the mid-table teams, maybe, if they're trying to make a push for Europe. The, the bottom-table teams certainly um, are, are ones that are going to be, you know, making some moves here to try to reinforce their squad to make a push to survive. Yeah. Um, you know, and there are some teams that probably look at their situation, look at things financially and say, we're going back down to city B, we're going to sell a couple players now. Yeah. Um, you know, and we're just, we're, we're just going to get on with it. So, uh, what we will do is that we will take turns every other team. We're going to go through each team. We're going to talk about the biggest priority for each team. And Richard is going to go first with the team at the top of the table, Milan. 
Mila on top of the table. It's been a long time since we've said that, right? Uh, yeah, winter no, it, winter champions, winter champions. Uh, that, that we oh, I'm not gonna touch that anyway. Yeah, no, Mila on top of the table. And uh, where can they where could they use some reinforcements? Obviously, the name Papo Gomez has been going around. They've officially pulled out, pulled our name out of that hat, or so we're told. Um, I don't know if he was ever going to be a good fit anyway, because we already have Hakan Chalonolu. Uh, and the question is with Milan, always with him. Can they are they going to sign him? Are they going to agree to a, a his his terms? Are they going to make him you know compromise? What's going to go on there? I think that's the number one target at the moment. Um, I you know I've always been a Hakan fan. However, I think with this uh, when ever since he started demanding more money, I kind of looked at him more critically. You know, and so I started feeling like oh maybe he's not as good as I thought. But when you look at the numbers, you know compared to some of the people who are touting Bruno Fernandez of, of Manchester United, for example, he's got comparable numbers. The only person maybe who has more better numbers than him in the midfield is probably Papu Gomez. Um, but so if you can keep Hakan Chalonolu, at least you got that not to worry about. Um, and obviously you want to sign Gigio. But I think, you know, for Milan, um, what we've seen, we for obviously they need a striker. Uh, when Zlatan goes down, they need to find somebody who can fill in the boots. We've heard the names. I've seen the names today, like uh, Diego Costa is available and stuff like that. I don't know personality-wise if that would work. But they definitely need to find someone who's a backup striker. When he's down, someone can come and fill in the void. Rebic, he's okay, but you know, he's, he does better on the left-hand side. Uh, obviously, everyone wants to get rid of uh, Duarte and Krunic and, and Muzakio. Milan do need a back, a comparable backup for center back, I think, for sure. Uh, maybe even for the wing backs. I mean, Teo's, Teo's great. So is Calabria, but we need someone to, you know, depth for them. Uh, same thing with Kiar going down, or if Romagnoli goes down again, are you going to have Gabia and Kalulu? Uh, so I think their focus should be depth at the moment. Um, their starters are pretty good, but uh, overall, I think they, they need some more depth uh, to, to back up these starters in case they go down again with injuries. Sure. Simon Kiar, I think, returned to training. He had a picture on Instagram uh, back at Milanello, so that's good news. Uh, you know, Speedy, the easy is saying the easy part is saying selling Krunic, Duarte, and Musacchio. The hard part is finding buyers. Um, yeah. You know, so but I, I, I I'm with you there on uh, a a striker that. Probably starts as an understudied as Latan Ibrahimovic is going to be your best bet. I'm not. I'm not ready for. I'm not ready to to uh, bang the drum for Skamaka like most people. Um, I just can't do it. Uh, you know, I need to see more from him. It's I always, need to see. Yeah, it's always worried with him after what happened with Piantic. You know, we spent all this money on a striker that had all this potential, and then it kind of flubbed for us. Uh, I don't know about him and Jovic. I like Jovic. I do like yep. Jovic, and his talent is getting wasted at the moment. So. I mean, I wouldn't mind those two if they came at a reasonable price. Um, but trying to spend thirty-five million for a guy we're not too sure on—it's it's, going to be hard to sell, especially if he's not a starter. Zlatan's going to be the starter as long as he's healthy, I think. Sure. Um, so, yeah. But I love those players, though. Yep. No. No. Yeah. Definitely. Um, okay. So uh, I'll move on here, and I'll talk about Inter. And I know we've got some Inter folks here. Um, thank you, Inter Worldwide. Uh, very much appreciated. If you're new. Uh, please uh, subscribe. Please drop a like. Uh, helps us out big time. Um, Inter, I mean, they're already very deep. You know, I think the I think the biggest priority for them, um, in my opinion, is find a buyer for Christian Eriksen, which they shouldn't have trouble doing. No. Um, he, he just it does he doesn't fit at Inter. Uh, I think he goes somewhere else and he performs, and I don't think Inter are going to terribly miss him. I think that's their biggest priority, you know, when you take a look at everything here. Uh, if they're getting Papu Gomez, what is he? Um, you know, does he play in a midfield? I, I think he's a support striker, you know, to Lukaku. I don't think you can play him in that midfield three 
you know, the way Conte wants it situated. He wants battlers. He wants combat guys as well as he wants, you know, you know, technicians, which Nicola Barella ticks all of those boxes. As an example, Stefano Sensi, when he's fit, he ticks all of those boxes. Brozovic ticks all of those boxes, takes their set pieces. Um, Bobby Gags doesn't tick all of those boxes, <laughs> but Antonio Conte is doing uh, something right with him. Yeah. Um, you know, so priority one is finding a buyer for Christian Eriksen and getting some money for them. Now, it's Inter and it's Antonio Conte. If they get somebody in January, it's going to be a name. So Papu Gomez is practical. Yeah. Um you know, but who else beyond that? Well, what do they need? You know, they deputize Ivan Perisic at left wing back. That's been decent. Um, you know, Ashley Young is a veteran and he's getting up there in years. I think that a proper left wing back uh, is something that they might want to seek out um, if they can find one. Um Maybe they're developing a young one and, and Uncle Sharma and folks could probably, you know, steer me in the direction of somebody that they're probably looking at. But when I look at the rest of this roster, it's pretty well set. I don't know how much more Antonio Conte could possibly want, especially for a team that's only doing Serie A now and Coppa Italia, but only doing Serie A. Uh, so, there, so for me, the priority is find a, find a buyer for Erickson. It's not going to be hard to get some money from him, say, hey, we tried and, and let him move on and let him develop um, – you let, let him further his career at a different place where where he's going to be a better fit. I think it's always it's always tricky in this time of year, especially the teams that are the contenders, that they bring in too much talent and it disrupts the chemistry that they've had. We've seen in the past many times with many teams, there's plenty of examples. Uh, so you want to be careful of that. Um, I mean, just look at, you know, from Milan's side of things, you know, El Sharawi is having a fantastic year several years ago, brought him Balotelli, and El Sharawi, El Sharawi's goal output just disappears. So you got to worry about that kind of stuff. Um, and I think Inter are in a good place. They, you know, th you know they're thinking maybe another striker. Uh, my only worry about bringing in a guy like Papu Gomez is where is he going to fit? I mean, the the combination of Lukaku and Lauturo are is a fantastic combination. You have Alexis Sanchez that you can bring off the bench or the occasional start, and he fits in well. So where does Papu fit? Depends on the kind of formation that that uh, Conte wants to roll out. Uh, I know he rolled out a three four three the last game they played, and that, I can see him fitting in something like that. Uh, but their standard formation is going to be hard to replace some of the guys, at least in you know Arturo over over um, over Papu Gomez. It's it's going to be tricky how they could do it. I mean, if Conte can anyone can do it, it's Conte. But if anyone could uh, mess up Papu Gomez, it's probably Conte as well. We saw what happened with Erickson, right? So it's, right. it's definitely a tricky thing. So Uncle Sharma, I'm going to throw a couple of guys at you and tell me what you think. Uh, anybody else also on? Uh, you know, in the chat on Inter, uh, let me know what you think. Uh, for a left wing back, um, which it sounds like he agrees with me, uh, how about Zanussi from Porto, uh, who is playing as a left back right now in a, in a back four, but certainly could make the transition. I would have said um, until he went to Manchester United, Alex Tellis would have probably been somebody Antonio Conte would have loved to have. Um, oh, you think he's not ready for the big time? Leave the, the small <laughs> club of Manchester and come to uh, Inter? Let him go play for the JV team for a little while. Uh, let him let him develop. So uh, Zanussi from Porto, um, the one that probably won't happen because you already plucked Hakimi from them. Rafael Guerrero from Borussia Dortmund, but I just can't see that. By all happening. means, go for all the Dortmund players, please. Right, <laughs> you as a Schalke fan would definitely like that. So, um, and I think that that's that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's, you know, I can't think of anybody else, you know, out there. Junior Fairpo gets frustrated with having to share 
playing time with Jordi Alba. That would probably be the other one. Those would be probably the names that I would throw out for Inter. I see a lot of people commenting about the uh, uh, deputizing role for a striker, a backup to Lukaku. What if they went after Skamaka? Uh, it's someone who doesn't have to be in the starter. They could Inter can spend whatever they want on him, and then they have a youngster that they can mold. Hopefully, in the in the in the likes of Lukaku. I mean, he's a big, he's a big, tall striker, speed, talent. It's an option. It is. Um, it's, uh, but. <laughs> You got to find playing. You got to find playing time for him. I mean, he's yeah. starting and playing for Genoa. I mean, it's somebody that you're going to have to bring in and then loan back out. Emerson Palmieri is a. I've heard. I that don't name. hate it. I don't, I don't yeah. hate it, and I know that they talked about Marcos Marcos Alonso in the past too. Yeah. Um, as it seems like Ben Chilwell is the main left left back for Chelsea. Let's look at let's look at England for any kind of players to bring in because that's where Conte is going to be looking. <laughs> I suppose. Um, have you guys discussed DePaul? Unsure if Udinese want to cash in and risk being relegated. We haven't talked about DePaul yet. Um, uh, we will get to him, I think, when we talk about Udinese. But uh, let's move on, Richard. Uh, well, what about him to enter? Well, what about him to enter, maybe? I mean, he plays he... a central position right now for Udinese. Yeah. I you mean, know, so. it would either be, you know, if Inter wants someone a big name, it'd have to be, you know, if it's DePaul, it'll be DePaul or Papu Gomez. It won't be both because I think they both play similar roles. You know, they both could play the Trecartista role, you know, yeah. up to Adriano's point. So it's it's difficult. That would be a big, a big time. It's about time he makes a big move, but who knows? Yep. He's, he might be a lifer at Udinese for, unfortunately. Yep. Um, moving on, Roma, what do you think? Yeah, Roma. Um, I, I know Roma are in the mix for Papu Gomez as well. Uh, I don't know. For me, I think their midfield is pretty set. I, I mean, yeah, they could always use depth, but I think the guys who are playing at the moment are well. And I think for me, if I were them, the number, number one area I would look uh, first would be defense, get some backup because I don't want Crisante playing defense if I don't have to. He could be, you know, be a, you know deputized in the midfield and, and come on as a sub. Because uh, I like what they have in the midfield. I think it's pretty strong. I needed some backup for Eden Dzeko, of course. They got Mayoral, but He's okay. He's decent. Uh, but they need someone. Eventually, Jekko's, he's getting up there in age as well. They need someone to come in and take over for him. Can Mayoral be that guy? I don't know. So I think a backup striker, certainly defense, uh, one or two guys for depth, maybe one guy who could be a starter, I think. Um, I like Spinazzola on the left. The right-hand side uh, is pretty decent as well. So I think Karlsdorp is doing all right this year. So, uh, yeah, I think I'll just focus on those two areas, you know, defense, get some depth, maybe a possible starter. Um, maybe pluck it from one of these teams and go after Hellas for one of those guys <laughs> if you want. Um, or uh, or get a backup striker for Edin Dzeko. I think those are the two main areas. Um, so that's where I, I, that's where I would lean for, at least. Yeah, like Adriano says, a vice for Dzeko. Yeah, I like the wing back fullbacks for for Roma. I think they're all they're all playing fine. You know, Spinazzola is doing well for them. Yeah. Bruno Perez, Carsdorp uh, is now that he's healthy is playing really well. Yeah. Uh, and, and I quite like this young uh, Calafiori. Um, you know, yeah. for some of the run that he's had, he's impressive too. I think you he's know, so extension too, so good for him. <clears throat> yeah, so they're set there, and they're you know a little more cover for their defense because their their cent their center backs can't seem to stay healthy, and you don't want to deputize Brian Cristante too much longer. You definitely don't want to rely on Federico Fazio, uh, you know, who's terribly passed it. And I think that that's a direction that they may want to try to look at going. I think they're going to have to move some dead weight too. You know, if they're going to do it, there's plenty of players here. Javier Pastore doesn't get a look in anymore. He's in the team. Yeah. Um, you know, Fazio, I just mentioned, um, you know, they. I think that if they can try to drop some of these guys and, you know, in the process, I think that that's going to serve them well, too. So, all right. Who's next? My Sassuolo, yeah. 
Sassuolo. They, they are in fourth, aren't they? Yeah. There they are. Sassuolo. Wow. Well, Sassuolo are surprising everybody except you and I uh, <laughs> right now sitting in fourth. Uh, we thought they'd be good. I picked them to finish seventh. I, I still stand by that. I think that the one thing that, uh, you know, is the biggest priority is a vice. You know, we see these vice, you know, vice Lukaku, vice Jekyll, vice Caputo. Um, I mean, I think you've seen in the sample size of a few, the few games that they didn't have him, how much they struggled. They lost possession. It's hurt them more of, than the other, other teams we've mentioned so far, for sure. Right. Created a lot of chances, but just never had that, you know, finishing piece. You know, they tried to get that out of uh, uh, Giacomo Raspadori. Uh, you know, they tried to get that out of Lucas Raslin, who's more of a midfielder, um, you know, and it just hasn't uh, it hasn't worked out. So if they can find a, a striker that, you know, can come in and especially at Caputo's age, somebody that can spell him, I think that that's their biggest priority. I think things are sorted out for them uh, defensively. They're definitely better with the players that they've got. Um, having Kirikas uh, and Ferrari playing back there, you know, Ihan, um, you know, when he's fit has been a big help. Moldor um, uh, and Toljan as has, you know, have been solid Marlon when he gets his opportunity. So, you know, they're a, an improved outfit defensively than they've been in previous seasons. Um, but I would say a backup to Caputo is probably the biggest priority uh, for Sassuolo. Um it's uh, it's 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 probably the best direction that they go. The rest of the team is in really really good shape uh, right now with the way that they're set up. And if they can keep Manuel Locatelli and Domenico Berardi long term, uh, that would those would be wins for them as well. Yeah, going to be hard to do. I think, especially in the case of Manuel Locatelli, I think some big clubs are going to be coming after him with the way he's with the way he's turned out. I agree about that, and I I also agree about the assessment about Chicha Caputo having a backup for him because. They struggled mightily since he. I mean, they were at the you know fighting for the for the top spot until he got injured, until he was gone, and then uh, they've kind of slowly been going down, down, down. And the results have shown the goals have gone down as well. And while they have plenty of guys behind the striker position that could contribute, they're just not putting in the back of the net, and you know they're missing that that finishing ability by Caputo. So they need a backup for sure. Um, so yeah, uh, that's a, uh, that's a great take, and I think uh, keeping Locatelli is going to be the big the big question mark. Can they do it? Um, I don't know. Uh, you hope so. You like to see the way you like the way he's progressing, the way Barardi's progressing, uh, Boga as well. I mean, it's, a, it's something about the Zerbi and the way Sassuolo do it. it. Just develops these young players, gives them confidence, and you just hope, uh, at least for a, a little bit longer, they they stay there just so they can polish off their skills before they make that big move again. So, uh, yeah, I like those takes. Napoli. Well, you mentioned Locatelli. You know, uh, I know there's a lot of uh, within a lot of Napoli fans. They're they're talking about uh, maybe upgrading that midfield a little bit, uh, putting get rid of some of that dead weight. Um, I heard the names of maybe imagine like a, a midfield of like a Zelinski and Locatelli in there. That would be interesting to take. Uh, I do like their attacking out you know, the attackers up front. Um, they need Patania is doing an okay job. Um, obviously, they're missing Osimhen at the moment, uh, but obviously, you know, having guys like Mertens and Insigne, um, obviously, Lozano's having a great year as well. The attacking side of it is pretty good. The defense, you know, having some more depth, I think, would help. Uh, probably having a, you know, uh, I know they like their wing backs, but that they could always do an upgrade there. The central defenders, I'm happy with. I think their goalkeeper situation is good as well. They got two competent backup or two competent goaltenders there, so they're set there. You know, just some help on the wing backs. Um, and maybe if they they can find a way to upgrade that midfield even more so than it already is, uh, that would be the way to go. But I really like this team, and I think once they're healthy, if they're going to be a dangerous team to deal with. Uh, can they stay healthy? Well, you know, 
I've seen a lot of the, the, the chatter today about Osiman and what's maybe his injuries worse than it actually we thought because he's been gone for so long. Um, so who knows? Maybe they need to bet another striker. I know, depending on how serious his injury is. And uh, and either shit or get off the pot with Kula, uh, with uh, with Milik. Um, you know they need to get rid of him. They need to get rid of him. That's yeah. dead weight. You're talking it's, about getting rid of dead weight. Yeah, uh, you, you know go. you're not using him. You're using you're you're rating Patanio over him. You're rating Fernando Llorente over him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know uh, Adriano saying Cutroni is another striking option for yeah. uh, for Napoli. It's, I heard Emerson Palmieri to go as, to come in as left back would be a, a rumor that I heard with Napoli as well. So uh, nice shout out Adriano. I don't hate that either. Um, yep. You. You move on either from Mario Rui or Fauzi Gulam to do it, because um, I don't think you can have all three of them. Um, but uh, you know, definitely uh, don't hate the idea. Uh, moving on, I get the old lady, uh, Juventus. Damn, um, what, what place are they in right now? They're in sixth. We haven't talked about them yet, man. Jeez, okay. It is twenty twenty, you know. It is twenty twenty. Um, but you know, a six that we're they're they're starting to round into form. They had that just ugly, ugly game against Fiorentina there. Um, but uh, you know, I think first order of business for them is what do you do with Paul? What they're going to do with Paulo Dybala? You know, it's it's uh, it's a guy that I think you're not bringing in Dejan Kulishevsky and then just dumping him after a year. You're not bringing in guys like Federico Chiesa. Um, you know, I think that uh, do you cash in on him? But what can you what can you get for him? Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, a name that could you you know I heard also is maybe maybe a, uh, a Rodrigo de Paul. You give if you can get rid of the Bala, you can free up some room. Maybe bring in the Paul and, and kind of fill that void. I don't yep. hate that. Yep. I mean, and you got to start you know having some sort of battle plan for life after Cristiano. He's not going to play forever. You know, I mean, he's he he might. But he might play as Latan, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he might end up doing that. But uh, it's it. That's another. That's another question that you're going to have to uh, answer here. It's not something that you're going to have to answer in January. Fortunately, with the form and with the uh, condition that he's in, um, you know, what do you do with DiBala? That's question number one as it pertains to Juventus. Uh, I would like, you know, if I'm a Juve supporter, I probably would like to see more cover in the defensive areas. Um, First of all, Benucci is not the defender that he used to be. Still a decent passer of the ball, but boy, does he lose people in in, in certain situations. You know, Chiellini is not going to play forever and is injury prone. You know, Delict is starting to grow as a defender. You've got Demarel, you know, but I, you got to start getting the next guys ready. Um, you know, because like I said, Bonucci's not going to be there forever. Chiellini's not going to be there forever. Uh, you, you know, Danilo can't deputize as a center back much longer. He's a right back. Um, you know, so that is a question that they, that they probably have to get answered and we'll see if that's something that they address in January. I don't know if they will. Um, Juventus to me seems like a team that if they're going to do anything, they're going to move a couple pieces. Uh, but I definitely don't see, um, you know, I, I don't see anything beyond maybe just trying to add some depth to their defense. I, I heard a lot of rumors, and the rumors are starting to grow about a possible return of Paul Pogba. That'd be an interesting take. I know Mino Riello is trying to get him out of Manchester United uh, desperately, and obviously he had some good years uh, at, at Juventus. So that would be interesting if they can pull that off. Um, that or, you know, like I said, uh, Rodrigo De Paul, if they can move the Vala, that would be an excellent way to do it. But, uh, yeah, they got some of the dead weight they're still trying to get rid of. And the Vala, if it's not going to work out, move them. You know, don't have this you know, this player who you're not going to use sitting on the bench. Uh, and if he's struggling enough, get him somewhere else, get him somewhere else where he can thrive. So, um, 
that would be interesting to see if those two come in, those two, those two happen. But uh, yeah, other other than that, uh, I like I like the takes you have with Juventus. So um, you know, speaking of teams that moves that I like, uh, I guess I got Atalanta next. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, it's a, you know really I don't want to Atalanta know what they're doing. I don't really have to tell them what to do. But I think the first order of business I think and the and the big elephant in the room is Papo Gomez. If you're not gonna if it's not gonna work out, we're, we heard rumors. I heard rumors that that they're gonna try to fix that relationship. I think the owner came out and said that. And if, if you can't fix it, you need to get rid of him. You need to get rid of him. Don't let it linger. Get it, get it, get that move done happening very quickly and then move on from him. I, think, I don't think – I think the fans are going to miss Papu Gomez more than the team's going to miss him. Yeah. I think the way Gasparini has these guys going, it'll be next man up, and then we're going to find the next superstar um, on that team. So, um, you know, outside of Papu Gomez, I think what they really should focus on is defense. Their defense is horrid. Um, they need to find ways to stop guys and, you know, get a, maybe get a one good starter or maybe two starters. And that back that can play the back three, um, that might be the way to go because I, I like the midfield, I like their attacking options. It's just that defense it, it leaves you suspect, and they have to you know win these games by shootout. And they're not the same team that they were a year ago. They can't win these four three games now. It's they're going to lose three two three one. Uh, so shore, shore up that defense and give Golini some help. I think so. Do you think that's an issue of you know the defense? They just I mean Christian Romero joining the fray. Uh, needing to come to come to needing to have a little time to come together as a unit more, more than anything. I mean, maybe I, I look at them and this is not a, you're right though. This is not a, uh, a, a group that no. scares me. Uh, no. you know, when I see them, you know, Toloi can be decent at times, but the, uh, the guys, the guys like Toloi and some of the guys who, who have been there are making these big mistakes, you know, and you got to Romero, I'll give him credit. And, you know, he, he's the mold in, but like Toloi, he's been making terrible mistakes this year. Yeah, uh, looking like looking like a city C defender. Yeah, Sutalo, the uh, Croatian. I think they wish that he would be further along uh, than he is. Yeah. Uh, just you know, one of those that hasn't, you know, having a hard time getting into the team. But you know, the the other positions, yeah, he can plug anybody. And I think that they're pleasantly surprised. Matteo Pasina has yet to break out. I think that he's going to at some point. Alexi Miranchuk, once he can start getting some solid time, I really liked what he did when he was with Lokomotiv Moscow. Yeah watching him in Champions League games. So, um, you know, yeah, I, I should have get off the pot with Papu Gomez, either either fix the relationship or, or sell him. Um, you're right. And then uh, upgrade that upgrade that defense, uh, you know, I think are, are chief uh, among them. Yeah. Um, Lazio, I get Jerry's team. Sally Mobile, start Casero, right? What's that? <laughs> I said Sally Mobile, start Casero. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. I I look at this team and they're underachieving miserably. Um, or are they who they are and they've been fortunate to take advantage of opponents' misfortunes in games? And I think it's probably the latter. Uh, you know, when I look at this Lazio team, I think that, uh, you know, I think that they need help in the wingback areas. I think that Lazzari has been okay. Yeah. Marusic is on better on the right. He's not a left-sided wingback. So he's a guy that I think, you know, is, is better on the right. So I think that it, Lazio, for me, the left wingback has to be addressed in their setup. Um, I think that uh, Fares, I think it's a fitness issue with him right now. Um, and I think they want him to be the guy. Um, 
you know, but they don't have anything else. I think they would have liked more from Javon Anderson uh, at this stage than they've been getting. Um, you know, so I think, but I think that that's the biggest priority when you take a look at Lazio. I think that that's their weakest position on the pitch. Um, I think midfield is actually decent. Lucas Leva, though, is not going to play forever. Uh, you're going to have to find another midfield stopper at some point. Um, you've got some aging guys here in this midfield. Marco Parolo, another one. You know, um, do you start playing Danilo Cataldi more? I think you're going to have to and see what you got with this guy. See what you got with Akpa Akpro. Um, Escalante was brought over. You better start giving him some more run. Uh, you know, so they've got plenty of players in the midfield. They've got to figure out if these guys are worth it or if they've got to go and try to find somebody else. Um, Mariki, I think people are harsh on because it's the syndrome of strikers that come over to a new league. Um, very rarely do you see them splash right off the bat. They're not all going to be like Lukaku and score over 20 in their first time, first time of asking. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's a huge adjustment for him. I think that they're fine with where they're at with guys like Correa and Caicedo. Um, they've got to, they've got to figure out it's it, it, left wing backs, probably their biggest priority by, um, and after that, they've got to figure out, um, who the hell do they want to be, you know, and how, how do they want to play? Do they want to be a counterattacking team? Do they want a boss possession? And I don't know this yet with Lazio. Um, right now I, I see a team that takes a bunch of jabs, um, and then just when the other team lets their guard down, they they punch them in the mouth. You know, that's how they've been winning their games. So, um, but as it pertains to transfers, they they need somebody that's left-footed that can play left wing back that can be consistent for them. I like that. I like that. Uh, you know, what what do we say that was the big demise of them last year is the depth. You know, uh, Adriano's even saying the same thing. Is like they, they have – their starting 11 is pretty good. Uh, or at least it was last year. This year it's been okay, but – uh, their starting 11 is pretty good. It's the depth. When one of these guys go down, if Immobile goes down for a long extended period of time, SMS, Luis Alberto, guys like that, who's going to step in and fill the void? They really don't have anyone that's that's going to be at that same level. It's it's someone that's a significant drop-off. And so just to kind of fill in, get some bodies to fill in the spots, the guys who do a good job, not just a, not just a body, but someone who can actually do the job, comparable backup, that's what they need. I think, mm. uh, and then I like your I like your shout about the left wing back. Uh, that's that's a, that's a good shout. Yep, yep, left wing back for sure. All, All right. right, you got you got Verona, Hellas Verona. Yes, uh, you know what? I actually like this team. I would change their goalie. No, I'm just kidding. Sylvester is amazing. Um, yeah, he is I, I like this team really. I do. Um, you know, if I had to pick an area that that I really would change, get it maybe a striker. Uh, if they can find a striker that can put it in the back of the net consistently, that would just set them over the edge. I think and really make them true contenders for European spot. Um, their, their central defenders are still young. I, you know, you kind of want to think that uh, – <laughs> sorry, I was reading Adriana's comment. Um, you, you think you may want to get a starter to, st- to, you know, to step in there and, and take over, but we saw what Hellas did last year with you know, what, what, what uh, uh, Juric was able to do with these guys and turn them into you know, studs. So I kind of have faith in him and that he's going to turn things around and make sure these guys are even better now in the second half than they were the first half. So, you know, the only one area I'd really would change, you know, other than depth is at a striker, a striker who could start and get some goals in them consistently. Cause I like the, I like the, the support that's around them. Sakanyi is turning into someone special and, and I got some other, some other pieces there that it's really amazing. And obviously you have the back end with Silvestri who will bail you out if you mess up. So I like this team. I really, really like this team, Frank. Keeping Matias Akanye, I think, is their biggest priority. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. You know, and, uh, and, and, and you're right, pick a striker and stick with it. You know, whether it's in-house and there's some options, not Nikola Kalinic. Yeah. Um, but Eddie, Eddie Salcedo, <laughs> Andrea Favilli, Samuel, Samuel Di Comine has had success in the past. Uh, Antonio Di Gaudio. Um, so there's there's names here, you know, that have done that 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 have put a dent in this. So, uh, you know, I'm with you because for the as well as they defend, uh, and they're one of the better defensive teams in the league, um, they they have issues scoring going forward. So. To Anthony's credit, they're a gritty team. That's their DNA, and so what they have right now is exactly what they want. Right? They're not trying to be a possession team or this and that. They're trying to be a grit and and grind you to death and get and steal the victory, and that's what they're good at. Right. Right. Okay, moving on to Benevento. Uh, Simone Inzaghi having some success finally with a Serie A team. Simone. Um, not Simone, I'm sorry, Pipo. <laughs> uh, Simone too. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, Simone has always just been, has, has kind of been a constant success, yeah. you know, relative to what he has and, 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 and where he's at. So yeah. um, they obviously made a lot of bold moves in the uh, in the summer market to try to, uh, you know, make a run for uh, survival. They're sitting in 10th. They're one of the surprise packets of the season. They're loaded with plenty of um, Serie A veteran players. When you took a, take a look at Arthur Yonitsa, Iago Falke, uh, Camille Glick. Um, yes, Adriano, I got, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Gianluca Lapadula, the guy that, the guy for me that's been their best player is Gianluca Caprati. Yeah. Um uh, you know, I think he's uh, between creating, shooting, um, scoring. I mean, he's he's doing everything for them. Uh, so I really like the way he's been playing. He's been their best player, and I think that priority number one is Benevento figure out how to keep him uh, if they want to have some sustained success in this league. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's a team that defensively has some issues. I mean, if you really want to nitpick, they could probably use some help um, with. Uh, you know, shoring up their defense. Uh, but when you take a look at it, it's also a defense that's still learning how to play together. Camille Glick just got there. Um, you've got uh, Lorenzo Montipo, who looks like a good goalkeeper. Um, Letizia is the is the right fullback. Yes, Roberto Insigne is nice too. Yeah. Um, but it looks like they're a little thin when you take a look at their defensive options, and that's probably where they want to, uh, you know, go and find a player um, that can uh, that can help shore things out. A partner to Glick. Uh, for me, would be uh, the big priority for Benevento. Yeah, no, no, I like that shot. Uh, it's a it's a team that's starting to turn the corner lately. They're up to what tenth spot now, and uh, yeah. really great job by people. Um, hopefully, they can keep uh, this uh, upward trajectory and and stave off relegation at the end of the year. But uh, yeah, I like what I see from them, uh, and I, I like their shots there. So, uh, moving on uh, to me, I get uh, go over to the Genovese Club, and we're going to Sampdoria. Uh, this team has actually turned it around lately. Um, I do like the pieces that they have in the offensive side. Uh, maybe, you know, well, I like their strikers and, and you know, obviously like Fabio Qualarella. Um, I don't know if, you know, Gabi Dean is going to be the guy for me or, or, you know, some of the pieces they have. I think the first area I'm going to look at, though, is central defense. Um, I like other pieces. You know, Maya Ishida, I'm, I know who he is, and he's well past his prime. Even when his prime, he was he was okay defender. Um, and Tonali doesn't do anything for me. I like Kali, uh, but I think if you bring a couple defenders in to help him out, I think we'll do immensely for them. I do like their midfield. A lot of good young young names they got on their team. Thorsby is really coming to the forefront now. Big body who can head balls, and he's good on the ball. Um, obviously, Fabio Qualiarella is this uh, an ageless wonder, um, but he's his time's going to come soon. So I think having a, a a backup striker to, to 
or even a start, someone to take the, the lead on the position would be good for them. But um, if they could figure out that defense and tighten it up, they could really start making waves, um, be more consistent, and, and really get further away from that relegation spot. But um, that, like I said, that the, the midfield and attacking options I really do like on that team. It's just the central defense is really my big worry with Sampdoria. Yeah, that's that's a fair thing to say about them. Um, you know, a partner for Cauley. Yeah. Uh, you know, at some point. Um, the, the, and, and defensively, they really haven't been the same since they lost Joachim Anderson. Um, you know, I think that that's where it's uh, uh, future striker post on Fabio, uh, as Adriano would say. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. You know, you got guys like Gabbiadini. Antonio Lagumin is another guy that you could call on. I like him. Uh, you know, at some point. I like I rate him. Um, you know, sorry. so... There's some guys in there. You got Kate Balde in the mix too, as kind of a support striker for either of those guys. So it looks like that going forward they'll be set, uh, especially when you get guys like Yankto and Candrebo who can provide service, playmaking from Gaston Ramirez. This is a decent outfit, this Sampdoria team. Yeah. You know, with a decent manager in Ranieri, they're just they're, they're some defensive pieces away from really doing some damage, and that's that's the priority. Um, yeah. I definitely like that shout. Udinese. Um, I don't think Rodrigo DePaul goes in this window. Uh, I think that the time for Udinese to strike is summer, personally, Okay. Uh, on him. Uh, now, if he goes in January, I won't be surprised. I just – I can't see it. But, um, yeah, it's what do you do with DePaul? And I think you try to keep him through January. Um, <clears throat> you know, they have so much – back and forth because the Pozos own them. They own Watford. So you see players that were on Watford now playing for Udinese, players on Udinese now playing for Watford. And it's just they, they're a mess to try to keep track of. Um, you know, when I look at the team that they've got set up right now, you know, there are some decent pieces. They're right where they belong, though. Um, you know, mid-table. This is a, a mid-table team. If they if they can't sell DePaul now, they'll get relegated. That's the other thing. Yeah. I think they want they're they're going to get a lot more money for him next summer, and they'll have time to be able to add two to three pieces and make the team deeper. Yeah, you know, so in the league is the number one priority, I think, for them. And if they get rid of DePaul, that's basically throwing the white flag up. Yep, that's a that's an issue because I don't think that you can all of a sudden shift things. Roberto, you know. You'd have to have a handful of players here all of a sudden pick up the slack that Rodrigo DePaul make leaves, and I don't know if in house they've got that. There are guys that have potential. De Lufeu, uh, Roberto Pereira is decent and could probably do some dead ball stuff for you, um, you know. And then you, I, I, I like the wingbacks on this Udinese team. I like Jens Strager Larson. I rate him. Um, I like Uijan over Zegalar on the left-hand side. They kind of flip-flop there. Yeah. Um, for Udinese, it's hang on to DePaul. That's the biggest priority. Sell, but but move on from him in the summer so that you can stay up. Um, and then uh, a little bit of defensive depth won't hurt you. Juan Musso can't save everything um, as good as he is. Uh, but uh, those would probably be where I'd be looking at if I'm Udinese. Yeah, those are good shouts there. Uh, I think I, I have to agree with you. We're going to keep in DePaul as number one because, you like like we said, if you get rid of him, you're basically throwing in the flag at that point, uh, and that will just shoot the confidence of the team completely. So, yeah, good shouts there. Um, team that's uh, historically, or it seems for us at least, because we have, we have such high hopes with them, is Bologna. I got them. Um, you know, I like their team overall. Uh, there are some areas. I mean, Diego. Uh, Diego. 
Uh, Rodrigo Palacio, he's getting up there in age, and he, he should not be your main striker. Um, keep him on the bench. Come on, you know, have him for late game situations. I like that because he's a true poacher. But you know, if you're not going to start Musa Barrow as striker, definitely start him in the game and bring in a striker that can get some, bang you some goals. Um, Orsolini, Orsolini, you got some Orsolini and some other guys are big talented there. Uh, Scouten, uh, Svanberg. I mean, you got so many talented guys. Soriano. I mean, so on and so forth. The defense needs help, I think. Uh, you know, because I'm sure Mihalovic is driving him nuts that these guys are giving up such a clear chances on the opposite end but um you know tomiyasu is is someone who i like a lot and i think he needs a lot of help back there i think get him some help defensively that would do wonders for bologna and then find a striker uh and play for for heaven's sake play musa barrow because he is such a good player and he, good things happen when he's on the pitch um so you know overall i like bologna squad but they they need some help certainly in the defensive area badly underachieving right yeah. now uh with the uh players at their disposal yeah, play Musa Barrow and then hang on to Orsolini. I think that that's another big one for them for them too. I, I mean, they're going to hang on to him in January. I don't think that's an issue. Um, but this is a nice team that's been put together uh, yeah. over there. So, oh, I got a fun one coming up. <laughs> Fiorentina. Good luck. Just changed over to Cesare Prandelli. Um they uh, spent the summer uh, investing in a bunch of Serie A retreads um, in guys like Jose Callejon, uh, Patrick Cutrone, who, I, who he was already there, I know, uh, Giacomo Bonaventura. Uh, you know, they have a – and then getting back Cristiano Baraghi. So they have a load of guys here that um, – you know, have a ton of City I experience. That's not a problem. I, I think their biggest priority, first of all, is keeping Nikola Milenkovic uh, for the long term. But you need to be able to convince Nikola Milenkovic that there is a plan here. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure there are plenty of clubs I can name with his skill and with his position and where he plays. Inter would love to have him uh, as an example. Milan, um, you know, as a future long-term partner uh, to Alessio Romagnoli. Uh, yeah. You know, when, when Sam and Chiara when Simon Kiar can no longer play. Um, Juventus, uh, dare I say it, would be, we talked about Juventus needing some depth at the def in the defensive positions. I mean, all of these big teams need a, another center back. Uh, Napoli, um, as a partner to Kul How good would that pairing be? Milenkovic and Koulibaly together. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, I think that's a priority, but you got to convince him that there's a plan. And right now there isn't a plan when you just keep recycling veteran players. This team should, it, it, but even with the players that they've got, they should be far better than mm. what they are. Uh, you know, Gaetano Castrovilli, that's another priority. Try to figure out how you're going to keep him around. Okay. Oh, yeah. and, and keep him happy. Um, you know, those are your top two priorities. Uh, but otherwise you better figure out how to, you know, as Anthony is saying, as Adriano is saying, um, you need to blow this thing up. Scrap um, it all. You can't be doing this with because this is this is what Milan did during the banter era. They brought in veteran players, whether they were from Serie A or whether they from other leagues, patched it together and tried to convince everyone that they had a competitive team. We're seeing the exact same thing, um, you know, going on with these guys. I think that there are some redeeming redeeming pieces to this Fiorentina side, but. You need if Comiso is going to convince anyone that Fiorentina is a legit team, 
they got to make a splash in the transfer market. They can't just be, okay, Callihan's available for free. Let's grab him. Okay, Bonaventura's available for free. We'll grab him. Borja Valero, these guys. That's what that's their transfer policy. We saw Milan do it for years, yeah, and we awesome. saw how it didn't work. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, Adriano's asking, is Paul Lerola going to leave? Uh, I would if I was him to get out of there, but they need to find a way to hold on to him if, if you know that's the case because he is a, a talented player there. So, I mean, he's not been playing well, but who has been for Fiorentina? So, um, yep. yeah, I, I like I like that about Fiorentina. It's, uh, they have a lot of issues going on. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know it's what to make of all that. And obviously the manager is probably not the answer for them either, but uh, that's to be that's another, another show I guess we talk yep. about. Yep. Uh, so okay, so I'm moving on to me. Uh, well, I guess it's Kaliri. Maybe we can skip Kaliri. No, I'm, I'm I'm just kidding, George. George, I'm kidding. He's waiting this whole show. <laughs> uh, George has been waiting this whole time. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I I, I like Kaliri's team. I really do. Uh, the one area I do not like because uh, the striker uh, Japedra is you know a fantastic player. Simeone, he needs to do better, but I think he he has he's potential with him. Uh, Liko Janis, who's, who's stepped up recently. Um, Nandez is a player we like a lot. Uh, they got so many guys. You know, Pavoletti's having a decent year. So Teal is someone we've we've really talked about lately. Uh, so they're they're attacking in, in in midfield areas. I really do like their goalkeeper is a fantastic keeper in Alessio Crano. It's defense that really worries me. Uh, I still like Diego Mogodin, but he needs people around him, both you know right back, left back, and and center back. Uh, pair center back partner with him. I think you know they need to spend some money and get some uh, players in there. Obviously, Raja Nyangalan coming back is going to help with them. Uh, he's he's played his best years recently uh, at Cagliari. Uh, so um, outside of Roma, so yeah, I mean they're gonna they're pretty strong in the middle and attack. I think as a defense where they need to stop the goals from coming in, uh, give Cranio a chance to make these saves, and um, that's probably gonna be the area I would focus in on. Maybe a little bit more depth just around the team overall. Uh, but the midfield is pretty, pretty, pretty deep. I think it's just the attackers. We need some depth there. Uh, but the defense is what I would really focus in on there. And hopefully uh, EDF can figure things up because this is a talented team. It's a it's underachieving team, but they're they're talented. You look at the names there, and uh, yep. it's just not working out for whatever reason. Yeah, I, I would agree in saying that this is one of the underachieving teams in the league. When you take a look at the 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 squad, this is a more talented squad than Fiorentina. George, you don't like uh, Cranio there. You look for yeah, more it's interesting. Players. That's it. It's interesting that he would say that. Yeah, he sees it more than you know, more than us. So yeah, take. Yep. Um, they're you know looking at the teams ahead of them. You know, if I scroll up, I'll argue that they have more talent than Bologna. Um, they have more talent than Udinese. They have more talent than Benevento. They definitely have more talent than Hellas Verona. It's just how Hellas Verona play. Yeah. You know, so to be sitting fifteenth at this stage of the season is really, really disappointing. Yes. Um. Uh, it depends which cranio is in net. There's a a, a cranio out there apparently that's kind of the, uh, you know that 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 can pull up a could, that could have a shocker or two. Yeah. So, you know these things happen with everybody. Um. So, is did you get Diego Godin? Did you get a washed up Diego Godin? That's one thing. Or or just his his partners around him that bad that making him look worse. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. That's I had good. high hopes for Sebastian Velukovic. Still do. Yeah. Um, Ragnar Klavan is absolutely horrible. I'm, I'm surprised he still has a job. I know. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, when I, when I look at the rest of these guys, um, he can stand on his head or he would let a napkin in the net. 
<laughs> Let a napkin in the net. I've never heard that before. That's a first. Now you have. There you go. Um, but I they need more consistency out of Giovanni Simeone. I mean, I think the pieces here are right, and I don't know if Cagliari really go and make any moves. I think they're just going to try to make a push to make it better. They got nine Milan back. I think that adds a veteran into the team that is going to, you know, have a passion for Cal- for Cagliari as he is. He's been there two times before, and he is he has played very well in his other stints there. Uh, so, you know, it's it's hard for me to pinpoint a single area where where Cagliari really need to get better. I mean, I think that um, you know they're deep enough; they just have to get more consistent, and they got to start winning some games. So, I, I think the one move Cagliari was going to make in January, they've already made it. If they do anything at this point, um, I'd say it's 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 dropping some dead weight, you know, uh, and and moving on from some of these guys, you know. I think that or or cashing in on some guys here, um, but who do you sell? Cause all of these guys still, there might be some use. So it's a, it's a tricky situation. I mean, you can cash in on Cranio and try to con- convince a, another Serie A team, you know, that this is the goalkeeper that you want and get some money and then go and get a different goalkeeper or get somebody on loan. That's probably the best you're going to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So, so Cagliari is done. I have Parma. Uh, I mean, the easiest answer as far as Parma is concerned is getting some defensive depth. Um, you have old man um, Bruno Alves playing back there. <laughs> and uh, it can be a real eyesore at times. Um, you know, uh, Gaston Brugman I had higher hopes for, for whatever reason. It's not working out under Livarani's watch. Gervinho's not going to play forever. Um, you know, you've got some dead weight here that you got to be able to sell. You got to convince people that they can be of use. Um, that's going to be your first challenge. And I'm, I'm talking about Wyland Cyprian. Um, I'm talking about um, when I go down a little bit further, uh, I, I don't think you, you move on from guys like uh, Grassi or, or Brugman. Um, Cause I think that they can still offer you something. Um, but uh, Gervinho, you know, you, you'll make some money off him. Caramo, play them or sell them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that those are one of the things, those are the things that Palmer are going to have to do. They need to show up their defense. They need to go out and try to improve the defense. Sepe's a very good goalkeeper, but they need some long term answers at defender because Bruno Alves isn't going to be there forever. So that for me will be the top priority for Parma. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. Obviously, you know, replace Liberani, like you said, but. You got to do with what you can with the pieces, I guess. So um, moving on to me, oh, I get the new boys, Spezia. Um, you know, really, there's only two areas of the team that I do like at the moment. Uh, the goalkeeper, Ivan Provadel, uh, I like him. He's made, he made a huge save in the last game that I played, uh, stopping a penalty, I think, at the, at, in the stoppage time. But um, they're attacking, attacking trio, the uh, Farias, Enzola, and Giasi. I like those three guys, but their midfield and defense could use some help, I think. Um, they're still struggling a bit. Uh, at times, they, they can overcome that with the attacking uh, power that they have, and they can find ways to win games. Like they won recently 4-1, um, pulling that pulling that out of their ass, really. But they can't stop anybody, and, and the midfield really needs to help you know control that ball, possess that ball, and the defense needs to stop people. And I think they need some help in both those areas. And um, not that they have the money to go get it, but they may need to find uh, some cheaper players that they can uh, do better than what they have right now at the moment because if they don't, uh, you may be looking relegation right in the face. Uh, Pobega is owned by Milan, uh, so you know, he's, 
play him. Play him. <laughs> play him more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Milan will get him back uh, at some point. Osala, he's another good player. He needs to play more as well. Um, I, I get using the guys that you had, you know, that brought you to where you are, but you still got to play some guys who've been there or has the talent to be in the league. So um, there's some pieces there, but they need uh, they need to get some more depth in there, especially the you know, midfield and defense. Is this one of those where you take advantage of Mbala and Zola's form right now, like Genoa did with Piontek, and go get some money for him now? If there's if because, there's need for him, yeah, yeah, because you still have you still have Galab, uh, Galab, Galabinov there. Yeah, and he's a good striker. Or um, could be. I don't know. He's good yet, but he sure. looks like he could be. You know, so and then you could probably patch it together and still be decent going forward with guys like Daniel Iverdi and like you said, Diego Farias. Um, I I I'm a I'm an Imbala and Zola fan, you know, and right now with the run that he's on and the goals that he's been scoring, especially of late, you know, cash in on the form um and, and get some money for him. I mean, it's uh it's, it's it's one of those things. Vincenzo Italiano doing better with this team than I originally thought. Yeah, he, I, Spezzi's been a surprise. I we had we had them all picked for dead last, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're uh, they're fighting this thing right now. Absolutely. So, um, Genoa. All right. Boy, I get the good ones, don't I? Yeah. Uh, Davide Ballardini now in charge. We know what the tactics are when you get him uh, in tow. You're gonna when you play Genoa, you're going to have have the ball a ton um but uh be wary of them on the break uh especially with some of the pieces that they have in place and obviously skamaka who's the name on everybody's lips i am in the minority on this when i say i've got to see more from him i'm not there yet with everybody um is he showing some signs sure um but but not Right, consist need some consistency. They've got a goalkeeper in Mattia Perrin who's a veteran, who's who's good. You know, Marchetti can back him up. The goalkeeper situation's fine for Genoa. All right, it's probably probably this probably wouldn't be fine for a top six team, yeah. uh, but it's fine for Genoa. Um, defense, Mattia Bani, I think, is a good Serie A defender. The problem is he has had a career out of having to play with shit around him. And it's the same thing now with guys like Eduardo Goldanaga, who has been awful throughout his entire career. Yep. Andrea Masiello, who has been awful for most of his career. Um, you know, Chibora, I believe is on loan from Atalanta, the, yep. the German. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, they've got Zapacosta there as a wing back. They've got um, Domenico Crescito that they can use as a wing back. You've got Lord Zapata who, hmm. I mean, you know, his time is going to be up soon. Um, I mean, this is a scrap heap of defenders that nobody respects. And they've got to find some defensive players. Or these guys need to buy into what Ballardini is going to do. And if they can't, they're veteran enough that there's a chance that it could look legit. Um, midfield, uh, you've got guys here that are all veterans of the of, of the league. You know, Kilioni, Sturaro, Berami, Lerer, Romulo, Radovanovic. Mia Zayic is an interesting playmaker. Um, kind of liked him when he was over at Empoli. Yep. Uh, you've got Milan Bedell. Remember when Milan Bedell was talked up back at the end of the 2018 World Cup, who was supposed to be this great defensive midfielder? Good time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, Skamaka, who everybody's talking about now, um, which, like I said, I, I need to see just a little bit more. Um, I like what I see so far, but I'm not, you know, and I think some of this is the shock from Piantic. 
where he had this magnificent first half of the season, then came to Milan and he flashed for a little bit and then he sucked. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I just don't want to get into that trap again. So I need to see more to see some consistency. Uh, Shamur makes for a decent partner, 75 year old Goran Pandev. He's not going to play forever. So I, a useful partner to Skamaka, as long as you're going to have him or, you know, just go ahead and make a load of money off of him in the summer. You better keep him now if you want to stay up. Um, yeah. But get a windfall. If he can continue this form, get a windfall off of him in the summer. Um, upgrade the midfield somehow. And that's going to have, that means dumping some of the midfielders that you've got. I don't mind Gilioni. He's all right. Storado turns up from time to time. Bedell's good for them. Shuna. He's been a disappointment. He was so good for Ajax. Yeah. Um, He's you know, but Radovanovic should not be a Serie A player. Uh, <laughs> Kievo fans could tell you that. I was just going to bring up Kievo. <laughs> yep. Romulo, uh, another one. It's just it's over for him. You, you're going to have to dump some dead weight and then bring some players in because there are some okay pieces, um, you know. But it's going to be you, you're going to have to get guys that fit what Balladini likes to do that are going to be comfortable with 30% possession on average per game because that's how Balladini is going to set them up, and then you can sucker punch them going the other way. Yeah, no, uh, I, I like that. That's a good shot with uh, with Genoa there. Um, I get to get uh, this team right here, Crotone. Uh, yeah. Another perfect. Let amazing, be- how I, amazing how we set that up. That's right. That's right. No, they're not perfect. They're far from perfect. Um, first thing I would do is sign Junior Messias to a long-term contract. Uh, he's been something special we've seen in the last you know handful of games, just getting goals left and right. Uh, and then I'll probably, you know, lock up Arkadio Shredecha as well. He's been playing really well, too. Yeah. I mean, I like Saimi. Uh, he's okay. He's an okay striker. But uh, overall, they, they are struggling massively. Uh, Cordaz is admirable at defense or at goalkeeper, excuse me. Uh, he's made some big saves, but he's also let out some duds. But they really don't have, you know, great defenders, great midfielders to really hold on to the ball. And a team that I had high hopes for to possibly stave off relegation looked like a certain at this point to be relegated again. Um, which is uh, which is unfortunate because uh, we enjoyed their first go around here in Serie A a few years ago, uh, but at the moment they're they're really not outside of you know Recha and, and Messias they're really not showing anything that's uh, making you want to see them see more of them you know next season. Uh, right. They need a lot of help, uh, and whether that means going to their youth team or finding some free players, I don't know. They need to, they need to upgrade in a lot of areas, and uh, it's unfortunate for them because I don't think it's going to work out for them this year. No, it's uh, catching on uh, Messias, right? Yeah, catching on Messias, uh, you know, catching on uh, Sime, um, or keep him, you know, we'll see. So, there was a whole time, so why not keep him at this point? <laughs> yep, last but not least, Torino. My goodness, Giampaolo eating the panettone. <laughs> Surprised he did. We couldn't believe it. Nobody can believe that. I know, I know, that's a, that's astonishing. That he's still that he is still working for this team. There you go, Marco Giampaolo. Um, twenty twenty. As as it pertains to their pres- prospects now, um, they have grossly underachieved. There's no, I mean, they're bottom of the table. There's 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 no getting around that. Um, I mean, the pieces are decent. I would find a better strike partner for Belotti. That's going to be first and foremost. You know, somebody that's a creator, somebody that can that is going to play with some range. Zatza's not it. 
Simone Verde is a trequartista that would probably work in that four three the in the in that role in the four three one two. I'm not I'm I'm not big on Federico Bonazzoli. Um, you know, so there you have it. So I think that you, you know, finding somebody that can partner Belotti, that can create some danger, that can open things up for Belotti is going to be the biggest priority to create some more goals. They have to get better defensively. It is astonishing that they're this poor defensively. Um when they have uh, a goalkeeper like Sirigu, and then you have Vanya Malikovic Savic, who's not bad. I think Sirigu is just on the downswing of his career right now, uh, and I think we're starting to see that. And I think that Torino, unfortunately, is is bearing the brunt of it. Um, I, I really like Wilfred Singo. Um, I, you know, Ricardo Rodriguez was a is, is useful for them, but he just he hasn't panned out yet. Um, but they've got decent defenders like Lianco. Uh, and Kulu, uh, Bramer. So you think that they should defend better than this, uh, and they just haven't, um, which is strange. Sasa Lukic has a – I would put Sasa Lukic and partner him up front with Belotti and then have Verdi behind them if you're going to do a 4-3-1-2. Lukic has got a ton of pace, can move all over the place, and can can take the attention off of Belotti and get into some of those open spaces. And you got Verdi playing underneath who can find him. That probably is your best bet with what you got in-house. Otherwise, find somebody to partner Belotti that looks legitimate, that's going to put some fear into him. Because right now, you could have center backs just double-marking Belotti in all of these situations and making it difficult for him. Yeah, and he he's forced to come deeper and deeper into the midfield to try to get the ball, and then at that point he's got to run you know the whole length of the field to try to get into the good scoring position. It's it's difficult for him. He can't be a one man show, and he needs his teammates around him to really step up and free him up, as you mentioned, and so he doesn't have to be double teamed. Um, so yeah, partner for for him, and uh, I mean this whole team needs really to step up. They're massively underachieving. Yeah. Um, it probably needs to start with the manager, but uh, yeah, no, that that's that's good. That's good stuff. Yep. yep. So those are what we think need to happen in the Mercato for each team. Did we nail your team? Do you disagree? Tell us at Serie A Sit Down on Twitter or Instagram. And now moving on to the uh, portion that everybody has been waiting for. It is time to determine who won Calcio Twitter for 2020. We have all of the all of the previous win. We have all of the previous winners. Is that what you did? All the previous winners. And we've got the nominees for this week. It's just if you timed it right and decided to be funny this week and we caught it, this is your lucky break. You could you could win the, the tweet of the and and I guess there's a prize. We don't know what it is yet. Well, we know it. The the people who are gonna win don't know. Okay, we know what is it by the way? I'll tell you after the show. Oh, you tell me after the show. Okay. <laughs> Not gonna ruin it now. <laughs> You're gonna get a framed eight by ten of Richard Carmen. That's right. <laughs> a shirtless pickup. And if you're lucky, if you're lucky, <laughs> autograph it. Or how about a framed eight by ten of a shirtless Steve Polillo? Oh, okay. there it is. There it's it your is. lucky day. There it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Shall we get to it? Yeah, let's do it. Uh have at it. You go first. All right, opening up the first winner, and it comes from Gianluca. When you gotta take a shit before dessert comes. Pavel Nedved, run into the locker room. <laughs> oh yes, we love it. <laughs> Great uh, let us know in the chat who you want, who you're voting for. So let yeah, us if know. you're in the chat, tell us which ones you like. Uh, you know, maybe give it a rating of one to ten. Yeah. Um, you know, and then uh, that probably can help us uh, help us with this. Okay, the next one is at Raim Seven uh, II. Uh, and it is the cartoon. <laughs> Boing. Lovely. 
<laughs> the cartoon sound of uh, the header that was on its way in that would have put Inter into the next round of the Champions League, but hits off of Romelu Lukaku's head. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. Oh, man. It's going to bring back a lot of good memories, Frank. <laughs> next one's come from at AC Maruk, M-A-R-U-K. Um, and it is, uh, he says, his tweet says, one thing that I never really understood about Milan Twitter is why they love boners so much. <laughs> when typos go against you. <laughs> when, yeah, when autocorrect, when your autocorrect exposes you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good laugh there. <laughs> Everybody's getting 10 so far. <laughs> it's going to be hard to, everyone can't win. <laughs> yeah, everyone can't win. We're going to cut the prize into pieces. There you go. Everybody. Okay. At Rete this way. <laughs> I remember this. Uh, Parma Calcio have won their Coppa Italia match against Cosenza, much to the dismay of Cosenza team president Eugenio Guarascio, who is also yet to catch Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog. Oh, oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think I know what this next one is, but oh, let's this, unwrap it. This is, this is going to be one of the favorites right here. Uh, this comes from Forza Inter Haiti. That's all time great right there. Fuck y'all so happy. Oh, oh man, these are funny. These are funnier after you've had a couple beers too. It never gets old. It never, <laughs> it never gets old. Oh my goodness. Oh. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, Martino Puccio. Another hammer right here. How Milan entered the banter era. <laughs> oh my goodness. Angry Hitler. Angry Hitler. It's going to fast forward so you guys can watch this. Oh my this God. isn't from Inglorious Bastards, is it? No, it's from another movie. I forget the movie is, but it's uh, it's, 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 it's obviously a World War II movie. Okay, got it. But watch this video in this entirety. The the words is great for the Milan banter. Yeah, this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh man! Uh, I'm next. Be, I'm next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't you can't get enough of this one. It was it was good stuff. Uh, next one is from Free Free Ranger Rabbit. Uh, uh, his tweet is: Imagine being so jaded that you find problems in a 23 game win streak with 10 different scores by a group of kids who still aren't sure how to make a decent plate of pasta. Ruzo <laughs> <laughs> uh, Milano, very nice. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was that was very clever. That was very yeah. clever. Uh, Free Range Rabbit. All right, so this one we don't have a attachment to it. Oh, okay. This is uh, uh, from at ASR Corvasud uh, and uh, Piero Giacomelli had a shocker tonight with all those phantom PKs and calls that look like a classic Juve versus Juve game. Hey, <laughs> all the penalties uh, in the game, <laughs> and it was the old Juve logo against the new Juve logo. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, all right. Uh, next one is uh, also from Nino. Uh, he says, uh, in the same game, the referee giving a lollipop to Roma and then turning around and giving a lollipop to Milan. Everyone wins with the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's clever. That's clever. I like that. All right. Now, 
All right, moving on. Let's see something we got to open up to see who they're from. Yeah. Um, at from uh, from at Tony Malazzi seven. This was back at. Um, uh, Giuseppe, good to see you, man. Happy New Year, my friend. Hey, Giuseppe. Uh, just in time for the uh, for the for the Juve who won Calcio Twitter from at Tony Malassi seven. Uh, Juve's only ga- decent game this season was against Napoli. <laughs> this was back when uh, uh, they were awarded the forfeit, which has now been overturned. So, so much for that. <laughs> uh, even makes it even funnier now. Uh, where are we now? Let's see. Uh, oh, we just read that one. All right. Armorelli? Is Armorelli the next one? Did I skip him? I think he, yeah. Uh, I must have. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. Hang on, folks. Technical difficulties. Uh, no, actually, there's one oh, before you just him. Don't know which one you're clicking. There's one more before him. It's Saturn. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. I was on the Armorelli one. Hold All on. Right. Oh, it's got to be this one then. Saturn yep. says, uh, can't believe the hardest game Milan faced this season was against Rio Ave. <laughs> Rio <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Good stuff. Okay, so now Art Morelli. Art Morelli, yes. All right. Art Morelli. Uh, I did my best to fix it for them. <laughs> <laughs> Stronzi <laughs> with the 38. Oh my. oh my goodness! So, All right, Morelli on the board with that effort. Oh. Uh, next comes from Benjamin D10 uh, Dios Immortale uh, at Caser uh, Caserta Campania, and he writes in uh, I tried to do my best singing voice. I'm a gobby boy in a gobby world. Scudetti made of plastic, <laughs> plastic, perfect hair. We lost finals everywhere. Imagination, European domination. Well <laughs> sung played. To the, sung to the Barbie uh, Barbie song. <laughs> Well played. Yep. Uh, Sung to the Barbie song, which thank you for not trying to sing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I saved us all. Oh, we we need we need to keep our listeners. All right. So that was uh that was the set the campagna. Now we go to Zaniolo fan. We open up this one and we see <laughs> oh, I remember this. Yeah, this is good. Romanisti enjoying the WL arrest of Calcio Twitter argue about the Juve Napoli situation. <laughs> 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 Uh Don Totti, good one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot oh, about that. I forgot about this one. I did too. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, oh, oh Alex Dono on the board. We're gonna have Alex Dono on next week. At least that's what he's saying. So yeah. Alex Dono says, uh, so this is a tweet, Michael, there's a tweet going back and forth between him and Lisi, and he goes and says, uh, we need to start invest- investing in youth players like you guys did with Paqueta and Piantic. Ba-boom. Nice. <laughs> Burn. Uh, very well burned, yes. Burn to all the Milan support- supporters. Um, Siavush F, at Siavush F, the Milan security team running in to reinforce the CL trophy room when Nanyeli comes visiting. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. How did I get yours now? I think I've got yours. No, no, I didn't get yours. Uh, Yeah, you got mine. Did I get yours? Uh, Oh, no. Okay. No, I got Fabianski. Fabianski. F A A A B I A N S K I I I. Oh, Um, I, I, I. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I. 
Lazio allegedly interested in a 15 million euro deal for Mustafi. Medicals have already already been scheduled to check up on Lazio scouting team's mental health. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I remember that one. <laughs> oh man. Oh, let's see here. All right. Next one. And we're unwrapping these. And we are wrapping up these, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Di Giovanni at N underscore Di Giovanni. Suarez at his exam. <laughs> oh, you got to love it. Peter Griffin is an Italian. Oh, <laughs> I love yeah. how Brian looks at him in disgust. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next up on the board, Uncle Sharma's in the house. Orsato getting a Champions League medal before Juventus. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Poor Juve. Oh my goodness. Let's see. <laughs> okay, so this was uh uh this was at the end of last season. Uh <laughs> from at the underscore Corsaro. Uh, Napoli City C1, Coppa Italia 2, Super Coppa 1 in the last 20 years. It's a meme of Mahatma Gandhi saying absolute scenes. Get in, lads. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm starting to tear up, Frank. <laughs> I am. Okay. <laughs> uh. Okay. Uh, oh, Juve, this one, all Juve cast, Alberto. Uh, so he sends a tweet, uh, and this is a video of them. Uh, complaining about why they lost, and uh, he brings out a champ, a replica Champions League trophy in his rant. You have to listen to this rant; it is a hilarious rant he has on Juventus. But uh, he goes and brings out the, his own uh, Champions League trophy that they never won. <laughs> That's why, because he stole the thing. <laughs> uh, done, nicely done. Uh, we we got more. We got George, more. For this one, George is on the board. <laughs> If Cagliari had cut out, cardboard cutout fans, they would try to leave after today's performance. That was, I think, it was a home loss for Cagliari at the beginning, uh, a little yeah. earlier in the season. Actually, toward the end of last season, I think. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Now to some of the newer ones this week to try to unseat some of those. Uh, first, uh, Alex Dano again. It's uh, Pirlo's Juventus. Uh, it's a picture of what the fuck is this? And it's Pirlo's Juventus come crashing down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Dano. Alex Dano. All right. Uh, All right. Let's see. I got to back up here. Let's go to the next one. Uh, Allegri was the next one. Is it? Let's see what he's saying. Uh, at official, uh, at official Allegri, Massimiliano. Yeah, Massimiliano Allegri. Not rare, rare when we have a manager on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any personal target you want to achieve in 2021? Something for which you can be accountable for? <laughs> Allegri says new job. <laughs> uh, okay let's see uh I'm trying to keep track of where we are um oh here we go uh, this one comes in from music wally at k-e-b-a-b season kebab season he says uh good morning everybody just got a new tattoo for christmas of the amount of times milan has lost this season thoughts i like <laughs> that <laughs> very nice uh, <laughs> Very nice. Uh, I did see that earlier. Glad you put that one on the board. If, uh, uh, let's see. So we're on contenders. So that would yes. mean Fiorentina this one's next. next. Nope, that's the... Hang on, everybody. Sit tight. You said it's Fiorentina that's next? Yes. Yep, okay. 
yes, ACF uh, Fiorentina English. Merry Christmas, zero three at Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, taking shots after the win. Yep. All right, let's see. Yep, just had that one. Uh, let's go next one here. Uh, <laughs> this comes from Pazzo at FC underscore FCIM. Uh, he goes, Napoli really thought they could join the Scudetto battle with Lukaku, Zlatan, Ronaldo. Is this dude leading them? <laughs> Some guy looks like Insigne just of his, I don't know. What. <laughs> a day bag. Uh, looks like Insigne, it does. It does look a little like Insigne, yeah. If, if, if Insigne uh, was ever going to grow a beard like that. Let's yeah, see. So good. what's the next one? You have the Belgian flag up there. Yep, I've got the same. Um <laughs> Grego underscore 1899. Uh, breaking. FIFA has decided that points will now be awarded by a jury based on feelings rather than goals. <laughs> this is in response to uh, Simone Inzaghi saying AC Milan's win against Lazio is unfair as the Bianco Celesti dominated the game for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see what else is next. Uh, <laughs> this is from you, actually. Uh, this is a, a a picture of a girl yelling at Jerry yelling at Verdat Mariki <laughs> after <laughs> about him uh, from the previous day after they lost in Milan. <laughs> nice, yeah. I, I think that's from real one of the real. I I don't even watch that damn thing, but I, I, I'm assuming this is from Real Housewives. I mean, I think the classic meme is that the, you, you got them, and then there's the cat. Yeah, that that, that went on all year. So. Uh, yeah, sure. I got yours, so you got mine, it looks like. <laughs> Let's see. Where am I? Um, okay, so... Oh, did you nominate yourself? I did. Or somebody, oh, somebody else nominated me. Uh, okay. Uh, this is this was probably... Yeah, this is in regards to uh, Jerry yelling about Verdat Meriki. Uh, Sir, you're still at Tim Hortons. I'm going to have to ask you to leave now. <laughs> and the girl's smiling. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Let's sure. go. This is the Tim Hortons. I had to say Tim. The first time I did that, I had to say Tim Hortons, um, because I think the, the the best way to put it's sir. This is a Wendy's. All oh, <laughs> right, right, that sounds better. But, yeah. but he's I, had to, I had to make a Canadian. Right. So uh, I don't know any other chain other than Tim Hortons up there in Canada. So <laughs> they probably got McDonald's and all that stuff up there. But uh, all right, you got the next one there, black uh, and white. At Ghani Triple O Seven Fiorentina. They're they're behind all of these teams, but they're the one drink they're the one drinking the champagne. <laughs> Massive celebrations. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Uh let's see. Oh, this comes to another one from Nick D. Giovanni. Uh how it started. Uh, 3-0 win against uh, Napoli, and then how it's going? 0-3 loss to Fiorentina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nicely done, Nick. <laughs> yeah, lots of people having fun with uh, the fact that, uh, um, and I think the last is it showing the next one five hours ago. Yeah, it's Rafa. Okay. Is it, it? Oh, it's Rafa. Okay, I'm on Paris niche. Oh, I okay. missed that. All right, let me see. All right, bear with me. Let me get Rafa's out. Ah, okay. Yeah, Rafa, minus six degrees in Turin tonight. Uh, referring to losing the three points to the courts and then losing three points to Fiorentina. Uh, where is Paris? I got to find him. Did I lose him? Don't lose that one. 
That was a funny one. Um, but um, oh, I got oh. it. If oh, I see it. There you go. Uh, yeah. So Paris Snitch, uh, he says. Uh, so uh, a tweet came out. Um, so here, you can read it. it says Gasparini adamant he no longer wants Gomez in her offers. Uh, the return of horse the horse Gagliardini or Ranocchia. Uh, so his tweet was: uh, If we manage to swap Papu Gomez for Andrea Ranocchia, I'm pretty sure the Italian police department will arrest everyone involved. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yep. Uh, say so. Oh, that's good. Say so was that it? That is it. There was another one for uh, who won best Calcio Twitter. Um, I'll put up real quick here. It was uh, Forever Twenty One because they mentioned it in, in the comments here. Uh, here we go. I'll do it real. Quick. Uh, so this is from the Calcio guys, our friends there. Uh, nobody, Donnarumma, Forever Twenty One. <laughs> All right. Oh my! So we got to pick a winner out of that for the year. Chat, are you with us? Which one was your favorite? Yeah, let us know in the chat. Give us your top three. Chat, give us your top three. Yeah, yeah. That's, in, that's... in 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 order: favorite, second favorite, third favorite, and try to figure it out from there. You guys, it's all on you. Anthony, Martino. Is Martino allowed to vote? No. Well, we're gonna let George vote because George has a. Everybody vote. Let everybody vote. Yeah, everybody vote because they'll vote for themselves. But that's fun. Uh, I have a top three in my head, but uh, it, may, it may not mesh with yours. And I mean, it's me hard to pick. I up with... think about this. There were there were some good ones. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's three that stick out to me. That stick out to me that I are uh, too good, too good. I could tell you if you want. Oh, let's see. Which ones? Uh, let's see, where's this? Lukaku headers one. <laughs> Lukaku header one for one for you. Okay, uh, Anthony. Um, so the, the three of mine and my top favorites at the moment: Martino's with the Milan banter era with the German uh, German movie. Uh, also in the in the mix as well is uh, Force of Haiti Inter. What fuck you also happy about? <laughs> and then uh, Don Totti, Zaniolo fan, uh, with uh, Roma celebrating the victory while everyone's cursing about uh, uh, Juve Napoli. Those okay. are my my top three. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. Um, let's see. George is saying, got to shit at number three, the dumpster fire, which I'm assuming is the Zaniolo fan. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Roma fan for one. Another one for that one. Adriano, Roma fan. So that's Roma fans getting a lot of vote. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's okay. I've got, I've got uh, Zaniolo fan one. Uh, uh, fuck y'all so happy about two. Um, I just, I, I laugh every time I see that. Every time I see that, yeah. Never going to get old. And, uh, gosh, let's see. Number three. I'm going to go with Martino's, uh, Milan banter. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, Mar- <laughs> I'll give Roma fans. They need to win something finally. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Let's put it out one more time so everyone can watch it. It seems like we are are coming to a consensus here about Zaniolo fan. Yeah. <laughs> I got to put that on my... Romanisi enjoying their win while the rest of Calcio Twitter argue about the Juve Napoli situation uh, with the fire in the background. There you go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, that's good. Are we at a consensus chat? I think this is our, our champion for 2020. 
Don Totti, Don Totti, Roma finally get a victory here. Looks like it looks like Roma's gonna win something. Uh, <laughs> ever so ahead, of course, the Haiti editor. <laughs> oh, those are some good ones. Oh, uh, I, I'm in tears, Frank. I'm in tears. I, I, I'm in tears. Yeah, this was so much fun to go back and look back at all of these. Uh, right. You know, I mean, it just shows you how this has evolved. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, <clears throat> so uh, the uh, I, I I'll, I'll just go ahead and declare the winner. Uh, of Calcio Twitter for 2020 is at Zaniolo underscore fan uh, with this absolute gem that was released on October 3rd, 2020, 3.41 p.m. my time, uh, depending on where you are in the world. Romanisti enjoying their W while the rest of Calcio Twitter argue about the Juve Napoli situation. The giant Elmo. I know. <laughs> just... just <laughs> just oh. crushes it so <laughs> I, yeah uh, this is this is the winner and you know what we had some unbelievable efforts martino um the the the, the hitler milan banter video was was brilliant um the, the, just something as simple as what forza inter haiti did uh with the picture uh i mean a lot of all they're, they're all over the place. I mean, there, there's so many good efforts, um, you know, ever since we started doing this. And we're going to continue to do this in 2021. So let's see if everybody can up their game. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and we're making this a regular thing here on the, on the Serie A sit-down. Oh, so oh, our congratulations. I'm going to go ahead and, set, and hit the retweet right now for Zaniolo oh, fan. Good. Um, Zaniolo fan. And meanwhile, uh, while I do that, we're going to put a bow on this edition of City I Sit Down on City I Sit Down for 2020, Richard. So while I uh, retweet this announcement, uh, yeah, go ahead and the plug. yeah. Uh, well, first off, uh, happy New Year to you, Frank, and happy New Year to everyone in the chat, everyone listening, uh, either on a podcast or in the video. Uh, 2020 is finally, oh, almost two days away. It's almost behind us now. Uh, it's good to end the year on a laugh like we did tonight. A uh, lot of great takes on uh, who on Couch on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, uh, in terms of plugging, you can follow me at R underscore K-H-A-R-M-A-N on any of the social media accounts. And uh, of course, make sure you follow us on YouTube as well. And if you are watching and you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the page, like, leave comments. We would appreciate that. Uh, and thank you again to everyone in the chat. You guys really brought it tonight. Uh, really, really fun. Uh, going over all these old uh, videos, uh, all the all these tweets uh, from 2020, it's uh, it's been amazing. <laughs> it's really fun. Absolutely. Really Absolutely. So, uh, our congratulations again to Ad Zaniolo fan. I'm at FTC underscore 21. Right there. <laughs> there you go. You got I it. Got it. First time. Hey, Good year to get. Yeah. It City, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sit down. We have our own channel on Apple Podcasts. We have our own channel on SoundCloud. You could also hear us on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever there's podcasts. There is City, I sit down. Um, we are also uh, in the social media world at Twitter, uh, at City, I sit down as well on Instagram. You can also find us on Facebook. Uh, drop any comments, any questions, anything you want us covering on future podcasts. Any guests that are flying under the radar that we should know about that we should have on, we also would uh, would love to entertain those ideas as well. Um, so, uh, you know, so we're, we're always we're always open to uh, finding people that know their stuff and having them on board. So, yeah. um, uh, the YouTube channel here again, subscribe, drop a like so that you know when we're dropping videos uh, each and every time. 
Richard did a nice little uh, take here on uh, Papu Gomez here recently. Uh, we will have uh, short clips like that as we keep going. Um, and uh, in the meantime, I mean, Happy New Year, everybody. Chat, bravo. Thank you very, very much. Uh, much love to all of you. Um, and uh, let's have a prosperous 2021. Let's have a healthy 2021. But let's, like my friend David said, let's go in very quietly. Don't touch anything. <laughs> let's not fuck this up in the first few days, right? <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, for Richard, I'm Frank. Uh, have a uh, happy 2021. And uh, until then, uh, we'll see you next Tuesday night here. Same time. Same More time. than likely with Alex Donnell uh, from Calcio Connection. So uh, do look forward to that. But until then, keep telling your paisans about us. Ciao. Make it bounce.